I got into drugs when I was 14. It kind of replaced creativity, which sucks. Mm -hmm. But when you're on the outside of a pack, it's like, okay, what do I do now? I go on my phone, I go on Instagram, I zone out, I disconnect from reality because there's nothing really out here that I care about. You think that kind of influenced you to go into the LGBTQ community? Absolutely, it did. I, I know that's maybe not a popular thing to say. It's a controversial opinion, but my mind is made new now, and I don't see things the way I used to see them. Having these ebbs and flows and switching back oh and gosh. forth between ideology yeah. and attaching your identity to uh-huh. a sexual orientation Absolutely. or a lack thereof. Yep. Yep. And it, I think, is a big reflection of just our current culture. Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. In this episode, we have a TLT with us today, Gabriella. She went through our program, and she, I think, is a shining example of what a young TLT can do and what the TLT program can do for someone. Gabriella, yes. Yes, no, so I've actually gotten to to know you a bit over the the past couple of months here. It's been great. And you are a certified cool cat. Guys, <laughs> guys, it's just me. Well, I appreciate that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to me, Gabriella. I want to kind of start by this episode by talking about where you were, where you're coming from. Okay, going through TLT, mm-hmm. what it's done for you, and who you've become. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So let's start with a little bit of your story. Well, I'm 20. I'm going to be 21 in June. I grew up with my parents and my sister. My sister is 18 months older than me. She's been my best friend my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, we're very close. Um, my parents got divorced when I was, like, 12, 13. Currently, I'm back living in the house I grew up in with my dad. I had to... I felt God calling me to move out of my mom's house. So I had my own space to grow and develop. We bump heads, you know? How do you think this divorce affected you? Still trying to figure that out a lot of ways. Kind of shattered my perception of how people can be together in any sort of relationship. I've always been somebody who like avoids romantic relationships. I've never had a boyfriend. I've never had like an official anything Mm -hmm. except for a week, but we can get rid of that. (laughs) It really like, I just lost faith in the fact that people can actually succeed in marriage and succeed in being good to each other for an extended period of time. 12 years old, parents get a divorce. This Mm -hmm. kind of shatters your perception of what marriage could be. I feel like this is very common, especially in the U.S. of A. I know the talking point for many years was like 50% of marriages in the divorce. I read a statistic recently. It's about 60% now. It's a majority of marriages don't work out. I'm 24, got married at 20. I've gone through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Not fun, not good. What did you kind of cling to to try to help with that? Well, yeah. For me, I basically went into my own mind, like dissociating from reality and not being really, not really caring what's going on in real life. I retreated into my imagination mostly. And it has to do with what I love to do. I really enjoy being in my imagination and making things up. What do you mean? Well, I like to make stories and worlds, and that's what fascinates me. I love media and analyzing media, stuff like that. But for me at that time, that was my safety. That was my comfort. That was my coping mechanism. And until drugs came into the picture, that was like the one. I would go online. It started with like me and my sister playing with animal toys. Mm-hmm. Then it came in like video games where it's like you could be in it, like Animal Jam. I know Riley talked about that on hers. She did. That was a that. big one for me, boy. <laughs> I played that Club Penguin, all that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, cl- okay. A- 
Animal Jam, I don't know anything about. But Club Penguin, Club Penguin was that the, was wow. my jam, dude. I can't yeah. believe they shut that down. Club Penguin was so fun. Card Jitsu. I, I had a premium. Yeah, Card yep. Jitsu. I bought the in-person cards. Mm-hmm. I had all the books. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to cut all of this. <laughs> good. What was your favorite game in Club Penguin? I think was the card fighting ninja thing with the elements. Oh, yeah. I was good at it. Yeah, up on the mountain, dude. I like the pizza game. The pizza game was I fun. Like, I like even the minecart game. I liked having my own house. Your own igloo. Animal Jam, you could do the same thing. So I was very into that. Oh, yeah. I need my own space. How do you think that your Club Penguin <laughs> <Experience> igloo <laughs> reflects your life now? <laughs> you know what TLT we say, how you do anything is how it's you true. do everything. It's true. Because I'm very neat. I'm orderly. I'm anal about my organization. Don't touch my stuff. Mm. My sister, don't borrow my chargers. I'll throw a fit. Like, do not touch my puffles. They're mine. <laughs> don't do not touch them. And I had a, only the black one and only the yellow one because those are my favorite colors and I don't deviate from that. Uh-huh. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. I do. Black and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I got that, but I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to pick it up. I wanted to leave it on the floor. You know what? Okay, yeah, let's just... Oh. <laughs> so let's, let's shift over to... <laughs> Sure, the, the divorce. Let's die. Yeah, let's get back right into that. Let's jump in. Okay, so you're making up these own worlds. Yep, and just escaping into fantasy in general. Like okay. that was so much fun and so much better than my life felt in, in, that in kind real of, life. And that kind of transformed into drug usage. Oh, um, not so much. <laughs> okay. No, no, but it like I got into drugs when I was 14. Like 14, I smoked my first something that was a child's not supposed to be smoking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that became like, it kind of replaced creativity, which sucks. And people are like, oh, like when I do weed, I get super creative. Well, Mm -hmm. for me, it like slowed that whole thing down. Mm. I mean, it would work sometimes, but I couldn't keep my thoughts organized. I feel like it slows a little bit of everything down. Everything down, certainly. So what it became was, let me think about being creative while I vegetate and watch TV for six hours while I'm smoking and eating and just doing nothing Mm -hmm. so also part of my testimony is how i was obese like i was 250 pounds at my heaviest i mean it's been a struggle like i had to there was a lot that had to happen for me to lose that weight and like to have a different lifestyle and that's one of these anxieties that i have is that i'm going to get fat again Mm. and it's very scary like because then i feel like i'm defending my health and it's like I've heard that teams that defend never win. Yeah, you're on the defensive, not the offensive. Right. So I need to be attacking a goal and not just trying to hold on desperately to what I've got. Right. Because that doesn't work. I haven't struggled with that personally, but I'm sure, you know, a lot of young people experience that. It's kind of a wild ride. And I know how many people our age suffer so hard with that. Eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. You think that eating disorder is kind of an outward reflection of, of your inward maybe trying to, you oh, said disassociate, absolutely. kind of block people absolutely. off. It's like, it's comfortable. It's easy. It tastes good. Why would you not overdo that? Sure. Like that was just something that I was doing all the time. It got really bad during COVID. No, wasn't doing anything. I had no job, no physical activity, endless pot, endless TV to watch, any endless enter- entertainment to just veg out, do nothing. I guess if we want to get more organized and start at the beginning, it's like my parents got divorced. I went to high school. I had weird like political shifts in high school. And like, then the, I got canceled and then I completely, I used to be conservative. I completely flipped to being super liberal. Mm. And then I met this girl and it's like slowly, but surely I like became gayer and gayer and like had gender issues. And then 
college and it was just like all together. I think it's important though that we talk about it because Absolutely. it's so prevalent in our culture. It's so yeah. prevalent in uh, the schools right now. I graduated high school in 2018. Yep. When I was in high school, I think this is in part to my parents too, but um, I did not care about politics. Yeah. I didn't know anything That's about good. them. I, I didn't either, I was but a I kid. thought I did. I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. My parents, my entire life were like, yeah, we don't care about that. And just didn't, didn't ever talk about it. Didn't bring about that it up i think that's kind of a big part yeah but also in, in high school i i didn't ever hear about anything i feel yeah. like nowadays you can't be in elementary school you can't be in no, middle school with, with, without hearing my who's yeah. voting for who and and, mm-hmm. and these are children and i feel like it's kind of uh distorting on both ends of the political spectrum whether oh, yeah. you're left or right depending on your your views he's hot topic issues that kids shouldn't really be thinking about or absolutely not worrying about how do you think that shift into kind of the liberalism that we're seeing run rampant in the school systems especially in colleges yeah Yeah. you think that kind of influenced you to go into the lgbtq community absolutely it did it was like i don't i don't remember the author of the name i think it's abigail something it's about like how transgenderism is becoming a huge like social fad among young girls Mm -hmm. i was one of those um the lord pulled me out of it out of that deception, I, I know that maybe not a popular thing to say. That's a controversial opinion, but my mind is made new now, and I don't see things the way I used to see them. That was very much influenced by a friend I had who, like, it was a codependent, like, best friendship. We were so insanely close that it, their lines were blurred between her and me, and, like, I didn't know where I ended and she began. Mm. And it became very, like, what's her struggles are my struggles, and... It pushed me away from the church because her family was from, she had a Christian background, but it was in a way that she did not feel accepted. She felt rejected. She felt. Because she was kind of struggling with the transgenderism yeah, stuff. She was, she was not straight. She was, had a queer identity. I don't know. I don't want to label it. I don't really know looking back to this day what you would call it. Um, and then she struggled with like gender identity issues, like just not necessarily wanting to be a man, but not wanting to be a woman. That's a huge one. And I know from the last podcast that you did with the, the woman who Christine talked about that. Christine Sneeringer. Yeah. yeah that, that's a great episode that we'll link down below where she... Really incredible. Back in the 70s was struggling with all this mm-hmm. stuff. And now it's becoming increasingly popular. Yep. And what, what that episode really like, wow, it spoke to me. I could not believe like how similar I felt to her and how much her story spoke to my story a little bit. I, I just felt that like... I didn't necessarily want to be a girl at all. Like there was no benefits to it. All I saw was my sister getting hurt, my mom in a miserable relationship. All I saw was women getting raped and getting hurt all over the place, manipulated by men. Like the straights are not okay. That's something that people in the LGBT community say a lot. And it's like looking from that point of view, absolutely. It looks the worldly side of being in a relationship is there's nothing good there. And that's all I saw. That's all I knew. I didn't understand that there was a real concept of marriage. There was a real concept of how it's supposed to be. I had nothing to base anything I knew on. I was floating and I didn't know any better. So I just coped with not being in reality, smoking a bunch of weed until I could not think straight. I did not know what day it was. I did not know what time it was. I didn't know how long ago I did that thing. That was probably two weeks ago, but was it two months ago? I have no idea. Wow. I was just very disconnected from reality. And that was the thing that was my reality was like... (laughs) I can control how I present my gender. I can control who and what I like. So let me, that, that became my identity after that political shift. I got canceled. I was like, okay, 
maybe they have a point. Maybe we are, we, the, the right really sucks. And like, we don't think about what they feel at all. And like, okay, let me dive into that. So I did a lot of like research. My, let my algorithms change. So like my algorithm picked that up and started showing me everything I was looking for. Oh my goodness. And it changed my worldview. And like, but I think that's going to serve me later. So I understand both sides. I really sure. do. I'm kind of apolitical. I don't really care. I care about the Bible and the word of God, which Amen, to sister. some people are, is that's a very political statement. Not to me. A huge part of my testimony and like going into the LGBT was I hate men. Mm-hmm. Men are scary. Men are rapists. Men are mean. Men are colonizers. Men are oppressors. I don't like them. That was part of it. It was mm-hmm. a little trauma, a little things that had happened to me, happened to my sister, happened to my mom. Sure. All culminated. I had a very strong distrust. I mean, as a Christian, it was, God was healing me separately. Yeah. But going to TLT was like seeing visually the confirmation that I was healing. Like I would look around and there's all these like young, handsome guys who are like for the Lord. I was like, what? Like, like good that guys. Exists. Good guys that like can have, hold a conversation. They're sweet. They're nice to each other. They're playful, but like nice, not toxic masculinity. Yeah. Then I start coming to KEM. I meet Dr. Jeff like officially. Like I, we met at TLT. I saw him speak, at, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. I get to know this family and it's like they have a marriage that's been working for 25 years and they're still in love with each other. They love each other. I'm sitting at Dr. Seemingly Andrew's more desk and more love every day. Every day. Yeah. And I see I'm sitting at Dr. Andrew's desk looking at her computer doing some work for Elevate Life. And it's like, there's a little picture of Dr. Jeff. I'm like, she loves this guy. (laughs) I love this guy. And getting to know them has been like so healing. Like he's a man of God who is a pastor and submits to God. He like studies the Bible. Like it's a full-time job. Literally like, literally like 40 to 60 hours a week. week. It's insane. Not insane. It's beautiful. It's like, that's my standard. Now I have, I have like something to look for, like to emulate for my own life. I have faith that a marriage can work. I have faith that young men are not all bad. I have faith, like all these things got restored to me in the short amount of time that I was at TLT, just by tasting and seeing. And like God had like set it up that way. And then boom, there was the payoff right there at TLT. So, and I think that is a lot of people's experience when they go to TLT. I don't know if they're able to like, like visualize, articulate on a podcast right now, like I'm able to do, but I know from speaking to people and like, I've been working for Dr. Andrea doing like, Going through the 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 little testimony videos and mm-hmm. pulling out the key moments for you to edit that big collage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing that over and over and over, it's like so much positivity. Like that's how I know for a fact. I was saying like very adamantly, yes, people have felt the same way as I feel. I know because I see what they're saying over and over and over again, watching every single one of those videos. Right. It's a cr- crazy. So for me, one of the biggest areas is like I don't even know if God wants me married. That's like one thing I'm still praying on. But I've been inspired by Dr. Andrea and Jeff's relationship to prepare myself as a woman of God to like become somebody who's worthy of being married from a godly marriage from a godly man. And it's like, I, I like a year and a half ago, like I didn't even know if I was a woman. <laughs> when you put it that way, it's insane. That's a huge transformation. Huge. Like I did nothing. I did very little except obey in part of this. It was all God and all the people of God making something in an environment that was satisfactory for that to happen. The conditions were right. The field was plowed. The seed was planted. And what TLT was, the water. 
Wow. It's amazing to hear you talk about this because I see it online. I hear the rumblings, but I haven't ever Mm -hmm. sat face to face with somebody who is a young person nowadays going through the pandemic while still a teenager. Yeah. And having these ebbs and flows of switching back and forth between ideology and attaching your identity to Uh a sexual orientation or a lack thereof. Yep. Yep. And it, I think, is a big reflection of just our current culture and just our society that we're in right now. It's listless. No point of direction, no goal. Just that's my experience of it. I'm sure other people have different manifestations of how that worked in their lives. But for me, I just was trying to attach myself to an identity. It was all about identity. It was, I did not have any fundamental thing that I knew I was. That became it. And it was an idol in a lot of ways. And it was something that really twisted my life up and made it very confusing and isolated me even more. Because I already didn't feel the same as my sister or any of her friends or a lot of my friends who were women. I, in that, like, sinking more into that identity, like, pushed me further and further away. Because now I'm like, well, now I have this other identity. Like, I'm not cis anymore. I'm something else. And, like, cis is also, like, another word that's, like... I don't think that's a very nice word to call somebody. It's a, it's a made-up word. It's a made-up word, and it's not a nice so, made-up word. Okay, so... You felt like attaching maybe to this community, this identity yeah. kind of put you in the community. Yeah. And they and were, they're funny. They're with it. They like cool, very cool, very creative, hilarious. And it's a growing field. Like it's a growing community. People, it's a lively, vibrant community of people. You and can relate to them so easily. Like I find the only right. thing that's similar is like my friendships with Christians that I've noticed. Like it was that, like that group of people, LGBT community Amazing, fun, loving, like a lot of infighting and a lot of people who hated each other for like doctrinal things about the LGBT. But <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But other than that, it was like basically come as you are. We have fun over here. And right. that the only thing I've seen that's similar to that is people I've met in Christianity. Whether or not our doctrines are the same, like you can you get them on a fundamental level because your worldview is the same. Same thing. I talk about this with my sister sometimes. We used to move around a good bit. Like every yeah. every two years, we were in a different spot. And so mm-hmm. we, we were kind of always the new kids in school. Yeah. And because of this, when we would move, a lot of the times, especially as a kid, like you're not getting their number and social media wasn't so big of a thing. Mm-hmm. So when we moved, it was like, all right, all new friends, the people that we've been hanging out with for the past year are gone. Like, Mm -hmm. and so we always kind of felt like we only had each other, that deep connection. Yeah. And we felt kind of in the, on the sidelines Mm. looking into everybody's social circles and kind of feeling on the, is is this, is this a similar? Absolutely. My, my sister and I, same thing, best friends, very deep, intimate connection with each other, understand each other. Same personality type. Like we did the te- the 16 personalities thing. Same type. We understand fundamentally how our brains work mm-hmm. similarly to each other. Also differently, but we recognize that we kind of like our differences are a gift from God. But anyway, we also were moved around a lot because of the divorce. We've always like been spread across Palm Beach County. So like Loxahatchee is far from Boynton, is far from Papano, which I know is not Palm Beach. But we always had like friends in a lot of different places. My mom is a woman who likes to like, she knows a bunch of people everywhere. Her friends are in different places. So as children, that's how we had it. Um, we moved because of the divorce. We had to move. That was right before high school for me, for my sisters after a year of being in high school. And we definitely related to like, not really f- 
kind of being an observer of everybody else who they went to the same middle school. They probably went to the same elementary school. Now they're in high school together. They've been here already for her a year. For me, they're just coming into this new experience together. Mm-hmm. And I, and that first year being in high school, I felt very like I had very few, if any, like real friendships. I just knew people. I had like acquaintances that I would meet. It was pretty traumatic. Just not, not having anyone and being separated from my sister because she was older than me. Mm-hmm. You and Delaney are twins, yes? No, 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 no. She's a year younger. Okay. Yeah, and we okay. actually went to different high schools. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. At least I got to see my sister's <laughs> But yeah, yeah. similar thing. Yeah. And there, it just sometimes feels like there's no, like, end to connect. Because that, that's like kids aren't really, like, wired to be like that. They're not always, like, some are. Like mm-hmm. you were uh, the first time I ever met you, but you're not like a kid. Yeah. yeah. But when you're in middle school and you're just get out of middle school and high school, kids are not really looking to like include everyone. They're with their pack. They're fine. They're happy. Mm-hmm. But when you're on the outside of a pack, it's like, okay, what do I do now? I go on my phone. I go on Instagram. I zone out. I disconnect from reality because there's nothing really out here that I care about that, you know, nobody, it's like, whatever. All right. That's so, how I felt. so this disassociation kind of feeling like an observer Mm-hmm. You connect with this LGBTQ community. You mm-hmm. feel like you're in a community. It's a little bit destructive. You're getting into drugs. You're yeah. disassociating even more than it's not. A, it's not a deeper connection. It's more. It's even yeah. more. I'd um, say so. Disassociating. So now let's talk about TLT. You come through this experience. You join this TLT community. Right. You learn all these tools. With mm-hmm. some pe- with some like minded people. Yep. What does the other side of all this look like? How did t- TLT affect you? So for me, I came into TLT as like a new Christian. I had been born again some months prior, maybe six, seven, eight months prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and going into an environment where that was like that's not the focus of TLT, right? But there were certainly other people who thought the same way. Like for instance, Riley was. T- one of my roommates, her and I share an incredibly like similar, very, very different, but there were like threads of similarity through our testimonies. We bonded really closely, really quickly. And my counselor, like she called me for the, or my mentor, she Mm -hmm. called me for the first time we were watching the same YouTuber at the same time. It was just crazy. Like the same Christian YouTuber. Yeah. And, um, so coming into this already, it was like, okay, so there's other people who are like me. There's other people who've been through what I've been through, including your sister who like, she was like, Hey, like, can I talk to you? I feel like we have the same testimony. And we actually had a very similar testimony. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. So just that kind of community right off the bat at the event was like, okay, uh, this is fine. I can like be who I am and open myself up to these new experiences. I'm not always a very like hands-on person, but when there's an environment that promotes that, I'm going for it. Because sure. it was it was easy to do that because that's where we are. That's what we're doing. From a filming perspective, you were definitely a shining star through Aww. this. And you you went what I call all in. Yeah. And I love what you said something earlier about how this is a three-day event. Mm-hmm. And you said you connected quickly. It yeah. Was a, it, it wasn't yeah. Like, like by day three, oh, yeah, we're all becoming friends. It's like it's, yeah. a, it's a quick connection. It was – I feel like it was the anointing of the Lord who just – he that event is – so in line with godly principles while not being about Jesus. It's not a Bible camp. It's not a conversion camp, nothing like that. But it's very like the spirit of it is very light. It's very like forward thinking and positive. And just everyone there was happy and not miserable and wanted to be there. (laughs) Yeah. And that is so easy to connect with for me. Like oftentimes I'm guilty of giving people exactly what they give me. 
And what they gave me was so great. It was so easy for me to open up and give that right back. It's so awesome to hear your experience and you are not um, an uh, outlier. I feel like a lot of Definitely the, not. the teenagers that go through this program have the same type of thing. Absolutely do. And a lot of these experiences, conferences, all this, they it's like a rah-rah motivation. Mm-hmm. You feel so good when you're in it and yep. then when you're out of it, it immediately starts to fizzle and you get back into your old habits yeah. and your old life and you... You're not talking to these people. What's the difference between TLT and something like that? So for me at TLT, I had like an emotional come down from it, but the community was there. So I like the, it. that's like, I hate that feeling of like, I know like when I get home, I'm not going to be able to speak to these people. Um, but that didn't happen because we were connected with the mentor. My mentor made a group chat of the room. Like we all got very close within the three days. The first day we were close, but by the end of it, we were even closer. We're all on the same objective to go upward. That's why I keep coming back for that. Like in my life, I don't, there's not a lot of that in anyone's life. In the world, in life, there's not not a lot lot of that. that. It's like, it's either, hey, stay where I'm at or even I'll drag you down so you can be where I'm at. Absolutely. There's not too much. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before, but I just feel like a lot of young people, especially, Mm -hmm. they feel like when they're best friends with somebody, that gives them permission to compulsively treat them the worst Ever. I like, just don't like, completely understand that at all. It's very wild. Like they, they talk to them like you would never talk to like anybody else, not even your your worst enemy. Right. And yet we're calling each other names and being mean. Yeah. And it's fun. It it it's it can be funny for a moment. Yep. But when you do it all the time, mm-hmm. it breaks down your self esteem. It's not good and you're all remaining in the same spot. Yes. Instead, TLT encourages build each other up. Yes highlight speak the life speak life yeah the positive things that we see in mm-hmm. each other yeah the Hell, greatness yeah. i see in you greatness like, that is, was insane yeah. i had never like had a group of people also including men like i've never it's hard to get emotionally intimate with men i've been had male friends all my life but like mm-hmm. having them kind of be forced to say nice things about me i was like wow this is really nice <laughs> like to actually hear this from like a normal source yeah we're all in this together i'm good i'm gonna say things back it was so healthy. All of it was so healthy. And like, but also while pushing you out of your comfort zone. Yes. Doing things you wouldn't ordinarily do. Doing things you wouldn't ordinarily want to do. But enjoying it and reaping the benefits from it also. And about what you were just saying. I know we talked a little bit about this last night. But the friend that I had that was like really enmeshed. We would talk to each other like that. Mm. It was never my idea of how I wanted to interact. But that's how she interacted. So it became the way I interacted with her. Right. And you it's become like, who I was you, exhausted. Who you hang out with you, right? It's exhausting to be around that all the time. TLT was just very different in my life. It was kind of a turning point, actually. I, w- I got attacked very hard. And I think I mentioned that during TLT. Not to go. Money. Uh, what am I doing? I don't even know these people. I don't really know what I'm do- like. What is this? What's yeah. happening? And the de- that's how I get attacked a lot of times is with like, it's either a war of attrition or it's like right before you're do- doing something, don't do it. Just back out really quick. Sure. And um, I almost did, but I'm glad, <laughs> praise the Lord that I did not. Hallelujah. Because I got connected with you guys. I went through the intensive three day thing. You're broken down. It's like boot camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like positive mental energy boot camp. And like you go through that and it's like, maybe I don't remember every specific thing that was said, but the impact, like the emotional, like footprint that it left on my like subconscious, it has changed things along with like counseling that I'm receiving from a source that's very aligned with this program. You know what I mean? Who is that? 
Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say. Her episode is on the podcast. <laughs> we have a th- we have another episode <laughs> to recommend you guys. We interviewed her Wait, therapist. Homework. <laughs> homework, please. Yeah, Diana. She's incredible. She recommended me to go to TLT. Right. And I bat it around for a long time. And at the last second, like past the date that it was like, get your money in already. Yeah, it's so cool because she found our show online mm-hmm. um, and she reached out to us. And then I went to her house, interviewed her. Yes. And then she was like, oh, yeah. I these- sat in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it smells and so good in there, doesn't it? It, 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 it stays it's a vibe on you. There. Yeah. <laughs> and it smells like, oh, I went to therapy today. It smells good. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's super cool. And so she's she's, she's awesome. kind of uh, recommended some of her patients come to TLT. Yeah, and, yeah and, and I'm so, like, glad she did because that was a divine oh, wait, wait, wait. She's, she's not a therapist. She's a counselor. She's not a therapist. Counselor. Counselor. Life counselor. My best friend. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So you went through this experience, had a profound impact on you. What's your yeah. life look like afterward? So it's it's been ups and downs for sure. Like, at that time, I was like so on fire for everything that had to do with the word and God. And like, that was my honeymoon phase. I've kind of realized that like that first year of being a Christian, it's like your worldview changes. You open your eyes. It's like wearing, you remember the first time you wore glasses, Mm -hmm. suddenly the leaves weren't fuzzy anymore and you could see the detail. That's how it felt. That was kind of being born again. And then TLT was like just another like boost up the wave kind of. Yeah. It, I did come down from it. Yes, I'm down from it. I'm not down bad, but like <laughs> I had to like recalibrate, girl. Like how are we yeah, going to yeah. keep this energy up for the rest of my life? Sure. Until I go to heaven. Just having this community and the church and like continuing to like feed us with this information and whatever Dr. Andrea is going to do next with TLT, Elevate Life and being a part of that. Like I know I'm going to get fed that same message again and like continue. Like I feel like right now everything's like seeds in the ground. And it's starting to bud, but I need like more water, more fertilizer and just keep on going. Yeah. Keep on rolling. So that's where I've been at. It's like, it's a growing process. The seeds have been planted. The water has been doused, but it's like, you need to keep cultivating it. And sometimes when you're struggling with depression and like motivationlessness, having no will to like uh, reach farther, it is really hard to keep that going. And so like, I've been learning that I need to take care of myself really well in order to be able to excel at anything else. Like just personal self-care, which I know is such a inflated term these days. Oh, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's annoying. But no, I mean like, yeah, you got to go exercise. Just do it. <laughs> you got to not eat that. You just do it. And what I'm realizing is when you go exercise, mm-hmm. when you eat that thing, you do I feel f- better. Yeah, you feel better. <laughs> you have more energy. Yep. And when you take care of yourself, yep. And you fill up your cup, yep. the overflow, you're able to actually help wow, other people. Who'd Isn't have thought? That crazy? It's like like before I was living like for my whole life, living on like not my cup was not full. You know right. what I mean? For and what you a can't various give reasons. out of what you don't have. Absolutely. And I would try, which would make it lower and lower mm-hmm. and lower. And that friendship with that person, she struggled with extreme like mental health problems just struggles like we all have but like i was like okay i'll fix it i'm a fixer Mm. i'm that i'm that person i'm the therapist but then i like also like i feel like i can't just leave you there i need to do something about it i can't do anything about somebody else's internal struggles right and i tried for a long time and that ended up with me being like i completely have to shut this person out because i can't do this anymore which was super painful for i'm sure both of us but I had to slam the door or else I could have never grown. I would have never like really been able to meet the Lord and like come into all these great things without doing that. 
but I know we're talking about TOT. So let me get back to like the after of that is yeah. like, it's not all high all the time. Yeah. TLT was a huge high. Like just, you feel so elated being there and amongst that energy and just in that little God cocoon <laughs> that is just full of nurture and learning and wisdom and like family support. Yeah. And then coming out of that, it's it, the struggle has been to maintain like the principles that I learned sure. and like not let it just go back. Sure. Yeah. So that's been like the big thing, but I have, you know, you keep picking that cross up. You keep, renewing your mind and like working it's work healing is work it's hard it is work and luckily you don't have to do it alone because you you now have a community of like-minded people who want to see you succeed and want to see you go to the high places so to end the show to wrap it up what's your dream where where do you want to go yeah that also i'm trying to figure out i don't always like know what i want or what i need that's a big thing for me. Um, but I would like, like my purpose on the earth is to like spread the gospel and to work for God, mm-hmm. to serve God. Um, but look, like practically, I don't know what exactly what that looks like. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm a creative type. I like to make things. I like to create. I'm a digital artist. I like drawing on my iPad. My iPad is my studio so I can bring it anywhere. Nice. I always have it with my separation anxiety when I don't have it. <laughs> Kind of bad, but, um, Hank's apple. Yeah, for real. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's my own fault for letting that happen. Anyway, um, I really want to help people. I really am inspired by my therapist, like what she does and what Dr. Andrea does. That's like, I'm doing a little work for elevate life right now. And I get to see the bones of it and like how it works. And it's very inspiring. Like, I don't know if I would want to be Dr. Andrea's role in this. She sure. does so much. Yeah. Which I don't know if my personality type is built for that. But helping some people in some way, some sort of therapeutic or artistic sense. Um, so people can, like, live their life in the real world and enjoy the creativity that God gave us. Something like that. Also, like Serving leadership. Mm-hmm. Helping other people. Good yep. goal. Good goal. Well... Thank you so much. Do you have any, anything? I know you don't have any social media or anything. Yeah, no. Do you have anything to Nothing point yet. to? You have a website? No, I don't. Not yet. But, you know, maybe I'll force you to change the description on the podcast if I ever make a website. If she ever makes a website um, no. or has anything to connect with her, just maybe in the future. Click the link down below. And yep. uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you got value out of this and you're interested to learn more about TLT, go to tltmovement.com. Do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the TLT Movement Podcast. If you liked what you heard, maybe it will bring somebody else in your life value too. So please share with a friend, subscribe to our YouTube, and comment and let us know what you think. Our podcast is available on Spotify and Apple, and we would very much appreciate a five-star review. Visit our site, tltmovement.com. 